I'm Lily Nabat, and you're watching 110 Football. We are back with a special Wednesday episode. I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. Along with the special episode, we have a special guest. From the Defenders of the Bank podcast, it's the Scarf himself, JR. Welcome to the show. Thank you for the warm welcome, Megan. I am fired up to be here, although it would have been nicer if Angel City came out of the weekend with uh, three points. But hey, we'll take the one point. Not to mention, Sydney LaRue got her wings since the last time the show aired. That's right, and we couldn't be more excited for Sydney to be in L.A. We're going to talk all about this huge trade, as well as get you ready for ACFC's big showdown against San Diego. It's going to be a great show. Angels Wear Boots starts now. Welcome to another episode of Angels Wear Boots. Like we mentioned in that cold open, Angel City had to settle for one point over the weekend, but there is still plenty to be excited about, including the addition of Sydney LaRue. Let me introduce to you the crew that will break it all down with us today. First, we have Lauren Susselman, AKA Sess Money. Oh, I love it. Hey, what's up everybody? <laughs> And as we said in the cold open, and as we can see a fan favorite in the chat, joining Woo! us, the first man on Angels Wear Boots, Yeesh. we have JR the Scarf. And I have questions about that, but. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm just so excited to be here. Excited for the opportunity. This is incredible. Being a, a representative of some of the 22,000 screaming fans at the bank for Angel City, this is such a cool moment for me. Thank you for having me. Well, we are excited to have you here. Look at these photos uh, of him and Nina. Yeah, Nina. that's us. I see her in the chat too. Hi, Nina. Yeah, and the chat is popping. So you guys know what to do. Send us your comments, your questions, everything. Like, subscribe, and ring that bell. Awesome. Well, we will get into the Thorns game in just a moment. But first, we have to hit the big news that dropped last week. Let's get to hashtag trending. Angel City trading a 2024 first-round pick and $75,000 in allocation money for Sydney LaRue. Despite the midweek trade, Sydney did make her Angel City debut versus Portland in the 64th minute. This is what she had to say after the match. I couldn't be more excited to get my first minutes as an Angel City player. Wish we would have held on to three points, but we're looking forward to next week. It was unbelievable. What an amazing atmosphere to play at, and I'm super excited for the future. Sydney's excited. I'm excited. How do you all feel about this signing? I'm a born and raised Angelina. We got a UCLA woman on the pitch now. This is incredible. Former Bruin out there, Olympic gold medalist, World Cup winner. I mean, what kind of pedigree do we ask for out of a player more than Sydney LaRue? This is exactly what we needed with the loss of Kristen Press for the season. And also, I mean, you could just see the fan reception when she was subbing into the game. I mean, everybody loves her. I love her. Um, I am excited to have you, Sid. Um, it's it's going to be a great rest of the season, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, she's so dynamic. What, 35 goals in 77 national team games? Look at that. Look, Look at the this. Look at the crowd going wild. I love it. Even when she took off her, her training bib out there when she was warming up, people knew she was coming in. Uh -huh. They went nuts. The place went absolutely nuts when they saw that she was coming in. I mean, I've had the opportunity to, to play against Sid many times, and what she adds to the, you know, to the team, to the environment, first of all, she's you know, a leader which I think is so important what they need, you know, having missing press now, um, having that leadership on the field is gonna be a big thing for Angel City. And I mean, she's such a dynamic player. She can play anywhere across 
the board, like in the front line there. She's fast, she's so physical. I remember so many fights we used to get into and that's what I love most about her is she just brings that element to the game which they really need up top there. Yeah, what I'm excited about, I'm envisioning Simone Charlie on one wing and Sydney LaRue on the other. That's so much speed to handle mm -hmm. on both wings there. Go, moving forward, someone like June Endo to feed them the ball. This is going to be such a fun season moving forward. And she knows how to score goals. Yep. And that is what we need. Um, I want to see some diving headers, Sid, because I know that's, that's your thing. That's your bread and butter, and you're so great at it. So, um, yeah. How do you think she looked once she subbed into the game? She's match fit. I mean, she's been playing with Orlando, right? This isn't someone who's coming over and needs to take a couple weeks to get acclimated. Like you said, she knows how to score goals, right? So get to the front of the net, do your job. She was incredible. She did great. I think she, she fits right into the style of play that they're playing. Um, my only concern is that we need a nine. I was going to ask. And she has the tendency to be extremely, you know, such a great player down that, that flank. I've always seen her play there more so. I mean, she's played up top, obviously, yep. for, for Orlando, but I feel like she's so good down that flank. Um, but using her, her speed and her ability to take on, the confidence she has as a player, I think, is the biggest element. We really need that confidence up top. And I think she's going she's gonna to be um, a big piece to this puzzle moving forward. Yeah, and what I love, too, is you saw in the stands, there were already so many LaRue national team jerseys or other jerseys that she had played in before she came to Angel City. The the fan reception, it's already palpable everywhere inside Bank California Stadium, and it's only going to grow throughout the course of the season. I will say one more thing, too. What I, what I love about Sid is she will get in the air, so having someone like McCaskill play in that 10 position, getting in behind after she heads that ball and flicks it on, I think you're going to be seeing some really good momentum and movement with those two um, playing together up top. So I have one more question for you before we move on to the next topic. We've been talking for weeks now about mm -hmm. the forward line, all the missing pieces. You just said yourself, we still need a number nine. What is your ideal, I guess, lineup? Or what are the pieces that you want to put together now that we have Sydney? Who still needs to come in? And who do you want on that forward line with her? I mean, we need goals, right? We need goals. Savannah McCaskill, I think, is our, our team leader with three, right? And you look up and down NWSL, we have some potent goal scorers mm -hmm. out there. So, look, I don't know who's out of contract that's coming over from Europe or someone, but we absolutely need someone that can get to the front of that and get more goals. Yeah, and I think we're going to see a lot more movement happening, maybe some players coming in after. We don't know what's going to happen. But I think once she gets her feet wet a little bit more, finding – Sid's going to really get into those channels a lot more that we need as that type of player. And then June Endo, I mean, she's been playing phenomenal. If she's not playing outside back, um, having her back in the lineup up top there. But, you know, I think we just need to see what happens with having Sid, you know, being in this piece of the puzzle and, and see what happens. And then we can maybe figure out what else needs to be added. Yeah, interesting to see maybe Tyler Lucy might get moved yeah. back up top again, too. I mean, she can play seemingly everywhere. Look, I'm 100% part of No Sleeves FC on the Tyler <laughs> Lucy bandwagon. So I want to see her up top more. I want to see her getting some balls in the back of the net. Yeah. Well, so last week, Portland came down to L.A. and then stole stole oh, the three points so. at the death. So let's talk about Angel City and Portland match last week. Yeah, I mean, it was a heartbreaker, right? We we scored earliest goal in Angel City history, second minute, and kind of held on for dear life in those last 15, 20 minutes or so. I thought that we were scrambling quite a bit, but it took, I mean, Lauren, you and I were talking about this a little bit in, in uh, warm-ups, that it took an absolutely pinpoint perfect pass mm -hmm. to get that goal in the sixth minute of stoppage. 
Yeah, and okay, so I have to give some credit to the Thorns, the run by my my fellow Canadians. Um, but I mean, they they were missing a lot of starters as well. But Portland is a very very good strong team, and we came out, we we outshot them. Yep. Um, we actually led in fouls as well, which I love to see, because um, Portland's very strong. I mean, they didn't have their their front three, but they, I mean, Yasmin Ryan, you have to give her some credit. Right. Um, she had a lot of, and, and Sam Coffey, I think she is such a phenomenal player to watch, um, but. You know, I think Angel City held their own. I think they did a great job. We did get some shots off. Um, Lily and Nabbit, she got a few off. Tyler had one. Um, you know, we still need some more of those goal-scoring threats, obviously, in, in really finishing on the set pieces. But we got that PK, put it away. And um, unfortunately, it was just a beautiful cross in. And, and Danny had to slide into that position because Endo got hurt. And just her body position was a little bit off. I mean, I love Danny. Credit to her 100 games, too. Also, yeah. shout out to that. Um, and it was just it was just unlucky. I mean, she's such a workhorse. And for that goal to go in, it was a beautiful finish. So what can you say? Yeah, look, I'm not mentioning our starting lineup, but check this out. Kristen Press, Sarah Gordon, Simone Charlie, Vanessa Gio, Carrie Ricaro, Jasmine Spencer, Hammond, Swaby. Those aren't players that were playing on the pitch. Those are players that were unavailable. Injury, COVID, international break. We were, what, nine deep at some of these? Those are nine starters. It, to be able to hang with one of the best offensive teams in all of NWSL, yes, I know they were missing Sophia Smith and I think Crystal Christine, Dunn. And, Christine Sinclair. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Christine Sinclair, she's a legend in this league. But for us to be hanging with them, we still, like you mentioned, we have so many different places to grow and gel. And for us to play as well as we did, it, it crushed, though, in the six-minute stoppage. That was rough. Yeah. Well, so then that brings us to our next point. You, you mentioned COVID protocol, injury, international break. Frey has been testing a lot of different names. We're trying to test the depths. Did anyone stand out to you all? I, I have to say Endo. I have to give credit to her only for the fact that she's been all over the pitch and she still performs. I mean, when Allie Riley comes out at halftime, don't really know what happened there. I hope she's okay. Um, her stepping in, you have two forwards playing outside back, which is, right. as I said before, it is one of the hardest positions to play if you don't understand the game. But you're putting Lucy and Endo here where they have really good soccer IQ and you have to have that to play that position. So she stood out for me. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I think the biggest thing too, and they're alluding to it in the chat here too, is shore up our defense, which I think is a, is, is a big thing as well. Not having Gilles in there is, yeah. is a big thing, but credit to, to Nielsen and Reed. They still, they're still holding it down back there. Yep. And, um, but I would have to say endo for me this game. Yeah, Stephanie Ferrer Van Ginkle was my my standout. I know people have been clamoring for weeks to get her some playing time out there. She finally got some burn, and I thought she looked very, very good. She brought a little bit of a spark, a little bit of energy, especially onto her side. I felt like the ball started moving around a little bit more. I mean, some of these women were tired. I mean, they were playing the entire match. Yeah. Portland really puts a lot of pressure on you no matter who they have out there. So I really like Stephanie Ferrer Van, Van Ginkle finally getting some run. And the crowd absolutely loved her. Loves her. Loved her. And you have to give Hope Breslin too. Yeah. You have to say, let's say Hope Breslin too, when she came off the bench as well, it was a yep. big spark for the team. And but we did see a lot of new faces. Cousins got a few minutes finally too. We haven't seen any of her at all. So yeah. um, it's it, it's nice to see these fresh faces coming off the bench and, and doing something. Yeah. yeah. And look, we we hung with them, right? Despite the lineup, that that shows that Frey has been doing a lot of things right in training. If we yeah. can rely on our depth as deeply as we did that game. When we don't have to nearly as much moving forward, it's going to be a powerhouse. So one last question for you all during the, you know, the rest of the international break, as people start getting healthy again, who do you want to see step up? Ooh, I, 
I, we need goals, right? So I want to see Simone Charlie. I want to see Simone Charlie be the alpha out there. I want to see her attack, shoot, put it on net, put pressure. She does that so well from her side. And like you mentioned, now Sydney LaRue is going to be running in those channels, yep. opening up space for her. I think it's Simone Charlie's world. I, I agree. I think they're going to be a deadly combination, you know, even with McCaskill and all of them in there. Yep. And with that speed of Sydney and Charlie has a lot of speed as well. And just the ability to be physical in front of the box, I think, is is going to be, or in front of the net, is going to be, like, really, really big for us. So I think, you know, Simone has a tendency to come up, uh, come back a little bit more. So maybe her, you know, flicking it on to Sid, you know, running off, which yeah. I think could be a deadly duel. So um, I'm excited to see what happens when everybody in the full squad comes back. And, you know, we're just going to keep building. Well, if you all haven't seen already, Angel City's beloved forward Kristen Press is back with the team after surgery. She was at the game last week and was welcomed very warmly by the fans. Take a listen. That's such a special moment. I wasn't even there, and it makes me emotional watching it. I'm sure it was very emotional for Kristen. Yeah. I mean, JR, you were there. What was that moment like? First of all, this is 15, almost 20 minutes after the match ended, and we had a full supporters section still there, ready to cheer on, not just Sydney LaRue for her first match, but they saw Kristen come out on the crutches, and, and that's, again, all the way out to midfield. She's not having players come over to her on the side, and this is part of her now growing in this leadership role for Angel City, for her to be out there and to be that presence after the match, I thought that that set a different tone, I think, for the loss, because that was, look, it was gut-wrenching, but to see your captain, your leader, come out there and do that, and she got emotional. That was, that was a really cool response by our incredible uh, North End section there. That was great. You know, I, I really, really feel for Kristen. Um, she's 33 years old. Doing your ACL at this time is, is is really hard. So I think she's going through a lot, not only physically, um, but emotionally and mentally. It's difficult. I tore my ACL around the same age. I did it at 32. And I mean, there's a lot of thoughts running through your head. And she was such a huge piece of this puzzle. I mean, the team was built around her. So I can't even imagine just what she is emotionally feeling right now, but she is such a leader, and you can see that she stepped out there. The reception she gets, everybody loves her. She's gonna come back, and she's gonna she's gonna rock it out again. And so, Kristen, if you're listening, like I'm giving you so so much credit, girl. You got this. Um, we're here for you, and you're just amazing. So I know that everyone needs a little bit of love when they're going through an injury of this yeah. magnitude because everyone is different. Um, so you got this. So yeah, I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, yeah, I, I kind of, I sprained my ankle in AYSO when I was eight, and it, it kind of <laughs> reminds me of that, brought back all the feelings. But no, look, Kristen Press has been an elite athlete for years now, and, and to see someone be able to respond like this, like the way Kristen will, she's going to put in the work, she's going to be back out there, because she does love playing for this club and playing for the city. Mm -hmm. So I have a, a kind of personal question for you, Lauren. Um, I actually, teaser, got to sit down with Kristen during media day, and she, she shared with me a lot of her, you know, daily routine, how she stays grounded. Such an injury can be very mentally devastating for an athlete. So if I can ask you, yeah, what did you do during that time when you were in rehab? And I'm sure it's hard to be away from the game. How did you stay present? How did you yeah. stay yourself? I think it's a lot too for her because there was all that talk with the World Cup and, and um, everything else too. So mentally it is hard. And for me, I did it right before the World Cup as well. And so you, it's a very lonely world, right? When you're when you get injured, you're kind of off alone. But I think she has a great supporting 
um, supporting cast. I mean, obviously she's here in the environment with her team. I, I was not, unfortunately, I didn't get that luxury, but she is here working. Um, you're gonna have, you know, Sarah Gordon's gonna be working alongside of her, so I think that that's gonna be very helpful. But for me, a lot of um, self-talk. I, I, I would used to put like little um, pieces oh, of paper up on the mirror and just like, you got this every morning. Like, what was I working for? I had a, a purpose and a why, and it was to get back because I, I really wanted to prove everybody wrong that said, hey, you're not gonna be the same type of player. Music was, was huge, but just calling um, teammates that will always say they have your back and them sending you positivity, um, I think is really big. But the, the self-affirmation and, and just putting those messages up and a lot of reading and, and just being, telling myself like, hey, there's a purpose and there's a why to this. And um, no doubt in my mind that Kristen's doing the same thing. I mean, she's, she's amazing, so. I like that, knowing your purpose and why. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt that she also knows that, and our chat is giving her a lot of love. So yes, yes Kristen, if you're watching, we are sending you all the love and positivity. So last topic of hashtag trending, the San Diego Wave and Angel City rivalry begins this weekend. Mm -hmm. San Diego are first in the league. I think they have 21 points. They don't have Alex Morgan, international break. They also don't have Taylor Korniak or Naomi Gurma, but let's talk about it. What, what are we calling this? Uh, the Chanclasico, I believe Chan is what they're calling Chanclasico. it. Chanclasico. And learn something new today. Yeah, we, we had to teach uh, Lauren what Chanclasico is. <laughs> well, what happens fun. if people might not know what that is? What is it? Can you explain they're, it? They're sandals. They're, they're the, the flip-flops. you got to watch yeah. out for the Chanclas. So you, is it like they make the noise, right? Well, yeah, but they you get hit with it's it. So, it's, not a, yes. it's not like a noise-making Okay, yes. nobody, uh, nobody hit me in the head, please. No, yeah, you're good. In the Philippines, it's the Chanela. It's the same thing. But anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> All I can say is you're going down, San Diego Wave. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good game. I mean, we were talking about this before. They last time, the last two times that they played them, yep. they had a draw one one, and then they what was it? They, they got lost. beat four they two. Got, yeah, got lost. Uh, they lost four to two. Um, you know, we're, they're missing a lot of important players, but they also have a lot of incredible players as well, and they're they're performing. They had some great goals this weekend, um, but. You know, anytime you get this kind of rivalry, I mean, the energy, the atmosphere is going to be insane. So the fans really need to bring it because we need everybody. So um, are you guys going? Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Absolutely. I don't know that we could be catching them at a better time, too. You yeah. mentioned it. No Alex Morgan, no Taylor Korniak, and uh, no Naomi Gurma. Those are three of their top players on the entire roster. And look, Taylor gives them a threat inside the box that they won't have. Alex Morgan, when she walks onto the pitch, now she's ready to score. Like that, she just brings her shooting boots out there. And it, this is a club, we're, we're healthy-ish, right? We've got Sydney LaRue replaced, replacing Kristen Press in that offensive role. So as long as we go in healthy and we play our game, I actually really like our chances against uh, San Diego moving into this. And also I forgot, no Sofia. Jacobson yeah, no, you know, no Jakobsen. That's huge for them. Too. Yeah, She was is. a game changer did, yeah. against us. Agreed. So who do you think we should be on the lookout for? We don't have the big names, but who's gonna be the sleeper for San Diego? Ooh, for San Diego, that's tough. Player-wise? Yeah. I mean, Turnbow. I was gonna say. Turnbow. Yeah, I, knew I you were love say the way that. Kelsey Turnbow plays. I mean, she's a phenomenal player, uh, and she's been a staple in that midfield. So, yeah. I think she's good. And I forgot who scored um, last weekend for them, but it was a beautiful goal. Um, was it Donny? Oh, it's no. yeah, it's gonna kill me. I had it. I had oh, I had it. I'm had so it sorry. Maybe somebody in the chat can help me out. Help us out, guys. On what? Oh, but we're invited for tacos. I'm. I love tacos. Wait, so I'll good. come down. Yeah, yeah. tailgate. In. Let's go. Absolutely. Uh, Someone no, send a jet, I'll come down to the game. <laughs> but, but honestly, I think Turnbull will have the ball at her feet so much in this match. She'll be in that creative role. And 
You know, it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, they've been working in practice for the last couple of practices and trainings with uh, without those players that we mentioned because yeah. they knew they'd be missing for international duty. So it's not an injury situation. This is something they've been able to adapt to from the minute they need to. That's why they're in, that's why they're on top of the table. Yeah. yeah. I will add one more thing before we, we move on, but Doll Camper is playing, and she her tendency, long ball, long ball, long ball. So as long as we're from... Doniak. See, yeah, I was Doniak. right. See, oh, McKenzie, I was right. I said Doniak. Are you asking yeah. who scored? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was okay. Um, and so Doll Camper, I think she's obviously she's such a great defender coming back from injury, but she has a tendency to do those long balls. So as long as we were in those first and second balls, I yep. think we're going to do great. Yep. Do you have a score prediction? Ooh, yeah. I, I like 2 1. Two, mm. uh, I like 2 1. And I, I like at least one by Sydney LaRue. Oh, okay. I feel, I feel one coming. Right. We'll, we'll talk about that a, a little bit later. In yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Yes. Hot and cold, but. What's yours? I don't know. I don't want to give one. What? Okay. Okay. I, I, always have to I think it's going to be a tie. No, okay. I think we're going to win 1 0. Oh. I like who's going to score? Sid? Sid. I think oh. Sid's going to. Let's go. Gonna, yeah. Let's go. Let's freaking go. Let's go. I like it. ACFC in the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are going to talk more about this rival rivalry. I cannot say that word. We are going to talk more about this matchup later <laughs> in the show. But let's move on to this week's installment of Class of 22. This week, we asked the ladies a very hard-hitting question. Which teammate is most likely to die first in a zombie apocalypse? Check out what they had to say. Teammate most likely to die first in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I want to say Allison Swaby. Carrie Ricaro. Hope. She just doesn't seem like she has it in her. <laughs> um, probably Carrie. Hope Breslin. <laughs> Let's go with Hope. Carrie Ricardo. <gasps> Kristen Press. <laughs> Why? I don't think she would try to get away. Oh my gosh. Um, Lily. That's the one everyone's saying me. I'm gonna say June. Why? Because she's too sweet. I feel like she would just be like, what's going on? Maya, for sure. Why? She's super chill. She would just be like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I can't say it. She's so sweet. Simone. She's, oh. It's always the sweetest. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And I love that everyone said Carrie, and she had the self-awareness to know that, right. like, everyone probably said me. But what's interesting, actually, because we talked about this a couple episodes ago, there was that incident when I think it was Allison called Carrie over to kill a cockroach in her apartment. Oh, yeah. So clearly she has, like, some, you know, fighting I don't know, instincts. but the blonde always dies first, so <laughs> I would definitely die. I was going to say, who do you think on Angel's Wear Boots would be the first to die? Oh, but I know karate. I'm so. do I, if I count. Yeah, you count. Now, You're I'm part here, of the show I am now. Easily the first. I watched to go. The Walking Dead. <laughs> easily the first to go. Bad ankle. I'm done. <laughs> okay. I mean, come on. I'm it. probably second behind you. <laughs> I'd you probably try to last? befriend the zombies. Who do you think like makes it to the end in this? Oh, fake I mean, video game. Lauren? You and I'll have I to put Amanda would. out there. I mean, she had she okay, has you're military right. Oh, training. actually, she, yeah. You're right. Sarah, on, too, scares me. Yeah. Sarah, yep, but, she, you know, she's still getting back from the injury, so she might be a little slower. Right, right I forgot. Although Amanda would I didn't call you me. slow. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I didn't. I, I'm never going to be invited. Nina said me. Nina says me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Amanda we'll would be definitely all be the one. Oh, Amanda. Oh, that's fun. That's so, um, getting back to the San Diego game, like we said, we're going to we're gonna talk a lot about this in hot or cold, so... Time for the game we like to play on this show from time to time. It's hot or cold. 
So how it works, I'm going to throw out a statement and Lauren and Scarf will decide if they agree. That means they are hot with this emoji or if they disagree, which that means they are cold. <laughs> We've got some great acting going on over here by our fake uh, Jessica Black. So let's get to the first statement on the screen. If I can see it, let's see, topic one. Sydney LaRue will score her first goal with Angel City on Saturday. Called it. You already said it. It's happening. Absolutely. I'm not even playing. Come on, Sid. You've play. got this. Oh, yeah. She's got it. She's ready to go. Okay, give us a fake scenario. How does it happen? Ooh. Well, this isn't a fake scenario. This is actually. Oh. Uh, it'll be on a, a through ball from June. Ooh. Midfield through on a run on the left. I like it. I like, I like, I like it a lot. I like it. Do you have um, a, do you have a... Well, Sydney tends to go more on the left side, though. Yeah, I you think... Said, oh, yeah, through yeah, ball. Oh, yeah, I got you, yeah. I got you. I thought, you know, sorry, blonde moment. I thought you meant like a cross. This is why in, they die first in the like, zombie apocalypse. But I'm saying it's a diamond header. Ooh. I don't know from who the cross... Maybe, maybe a McCaskill. Because she, she finds her... Yep, yep, yep. Tends to find herself out She's there. A, great a little chippy in and finds the header and... Woo! Thank yeah, you, you want so that much. signature diving header I do. Goal. I, I love the way to do it. I love the way that Sid is in front of the goal. Yeah. So, yes. I like it. Let's no pressure. <laughs> Nina agrees, ball from Endo, but I mean, she's going to agree with you. Well, that's not fair. Come on, Nina. <laughs> of course she's going to agree I with you. <laughs> um, okay, let's get the next one. What is the next topic? If Angel City wins this game, they will turn the season around. Hmm. It is San Diego. They are first. And then you're going to get, you know. It's around every game, probably, maybe. Ooh, disagree. I'd like to hear more. Yeah, we're. Well, this is burning that, that, No, so. that's okay. We're <laughs> we're in, we're above the playoff line. Yeah. We're, we're playing fine. We're not playing great, but we're playing fine. We've done what we've needed to do so far to keep our head above water. And, oh, by the way, we've only been in existence playing on the pitch for a couple of months now. I think that it's not a matter of turning our season around. I think it'll it'll jumpstart, get us a little bit of energy moving forward next couple matches. But yeah. I don't think there's something to turn around. I think we've been playing well enough as it is. I agree. So I'm going to go halvesies okay. on that. Maybe a little bit of halvesies. Flaming ice cube or something? Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. So I just checked after the, or after the San Diego match, they play NC, who are struggling a lot. Right. But then OL Reign. Yeah. So yep. I think you that guys are half and half. I mean, they've they've had to deal with a lot of things, a lot of injuries, the COVID protocol, you know, possibly another inj injury if Ali Riley. So I think that if they win this game, it's kind of like for them, it's they need that energy to kind of like lift up a little bit. Sure. So I think that it might help them. And, and look, that goal that we scored at home, that was our first goal scored by an Angel City player at home since opening day. Let's not forget, we had the own goal, sure, but that was the first Angel City player to score a goal at the bank since our first match. So you're right. We do need a little push, a little momentum forward, but we've been playing well enough. Yeah, agreed. Cams wants to know if we can keep you, like, on the show. Oh. Well, this is a trial run, so we will see. Yeah, I, I may have just called Sarah Gordon slow for a second. I may not ever be invited. Yeah, I was like, I never get these kind of comments, man. <laughs> well, that's because you guys are in no matter what, are you? Yeah, who's, is that Nina's burner account? No, no, I don't know who Cams is, but... They, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for pleading his case. We'll see how he does. Uh, let's get to the third one. I, if you guys, I can't read. Angel City will get their first clean sheet in over a month on Saturday. I mean, is this a DD question? Oh, man. Because it's not. 
on Saturday against San. What did I say the score was going to be? One zero. One zero. zero. Okay, then I guess I have to say this. I said two one. Look, I, one of the other things we didn't talk about. I saw Dee Dee after the match, last match. Okay. And she was pissed. Like, yeah. uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes after the match, she was sitting uh, off to the side. I don't want to see that look on Dee Dee again. So, there. I, I know I said two one, but. She was so upset. I just feel for her because she she kind of feels like the heart and soul, like the yeah. backbone of everything that goes on there on the back line. And uh, that was it was hard to see her that way. Yeah, and I mean, the, the defensive line has been so interchanging. I think it's difficult yeah. as a goalkeeper to kind of find that rhythm. Um, but I trust in Didi, and I think she's going to keep that clean sheet. And I think that now they're going to be a little bit more organized um, in the back line going into this game. Um, maybe this past game kind of threw them for some loops with Allie Riley getting injured. So once they figure that out, I think – I think we're going to see – I mean, they fight so hard. That's yeah. why I love this team so much. They have so much fight in their heart. So, I think they're going to get that clean sheet. And it's still going to be 1-0. I'm going to be right. I like it. So, Lauren, I got a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever given up a late goal? Have I ever given up a late goal? And what – or, or your I team. Or a late goal. And what, like – What's going through your mind in that moment? You know, it's it's hard. It's it's never You're easy. like, have I never? <laughs> never. I don't give up goals like that. Clean sheets all day, baby. No, um, you know, it's hard. It's kind of gut-wrenching because you work so hard. But, I mean, let's talk about the Olympics when we play the U.S. and we give up. We're winning 3-2, and then they get that late goal in the last, like, minute of the game, which was not the correct call. But, anyways, we won't talk about that. And... It, I mean, you just saw everything on our faces, and we just like all crumbled to our knees, and we're just like, yeah, I know oh that was a one for you. That really just happened, and then you know, so, um, but it happens. But this this team is strong. You pick up your head, positive affirmations. Let's go, new day, new game, big game this weekend. Um, so I think they're going to be great. I have full faith in Didi. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Last topic. Let's get it. If San Diego scores first, they will win. Ooh, okay. I disagree with that, too. Yeah. yeah. I would like to yeah. like to hear more. Yeah, why do you disagree? Because I, I feel like we're probably in the same headspace on this. I, I also, I feel like we learned so much last match, scoring early and then having to take a team's best shot for almost 90 full minutes, mm -hmm. that what that does to a team, that's not a position we've been in yet, Angel City, uh, in our maiden voyage this season. So I think we, we were battle-tested, hardened with that one. And, and I also think that this is a club that's going to have 22,000 people inside Bank of California Stadium screaming the entire match, the incredible North End cheering section that we have. Uh, I think we're going to be able to build on that. And even if we go down early, which we won't, but even if we go down early, I think we storm back for the initial 2-1 scoreline that I, I predicted before. I didn't want to upset Dee. <laughs> and, and what's your... Uh... Yeah, no, I mean, I think you, I couldn't, I couldn't have said it better. Everything, I'm just going to echo everything he said, but we have the best supporter section, I think, in all of the NWSL. That's yep. what we got in the chat here. I agree with that. Um, and, and this team, they just fight to the last second of the game. They really, really do. And, you know, they're always knocking at the door. I mean, they, they've been getting the shots on goal. They've been getting the set pieces. They just need to finish, right? So even if we do... Um, go down a goal, it doesn't matter. I think that they're going to come back. They've, We've seen it before. They've yep. come back, and I think that they can do it. I have every ounce of faith in them, um, so I do disagree with that. But, I mean, it always is hard when a team scores first, but I'm telling you, yep. they, 
it's, they're going to be great. They're going to be fine. So I'm going to go to the second half of that question is how does it affect the players on the pitch? How does having a supporter section like that, Lauren, affect or almost help? I mean, it's everything. It it, they lift you. They carry you in the in the, the times. Like when you when you put your head down, they're, they're out there cheering. I mean, this is – I wish I was still playing because I would love to be playing at Bank of California in front of this crowd. I mean, I was there. It's, a, it's, it's electrifying. And, like, any type of atmosphere, when you have the crowd lifting you up, it just gives you that extra, like, 0.001% um, effort and performance, and it just pushes you forward, that momentum. And I don't know. I just – we're, we're great. We got all the, look at all these amazing people yep. in the chat, too. Yeah. It's just, and, I, I love it. And look, I can remember when my parents were in the stands when I was seven. <laughs> that was, that meant the world to me. I had all the support I needed. <laughs> it, it's so true. It's true. We have that in the North End now with Angel City. It's just, <laughs> You're trying to be that for them like your parents were for 3, you. 3,200 of my parents in the stands. <laughs> That's well, this is game was fun. We're already in the chat. So just a reminder to everyone, send in your questions and comments, and we'll we'll go ahead and go through some of these right now. But one I did want to ask is from Brian Chua. He said that we've been talking about Sid scoring first. How about who is a person not named Sydney LaRue that is the X Factor this weekend against San Diego? If she's healthy, Simone Charlie. Mm -hmm. I saw her in a walking boot as she was coming off the pitch in this last match. So that's, that's my caveat. Um, but if she's healthy, Simone Charlie. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to agree with you. Um, we really need that X factor up top and somebody who's going to put their body in the line and, and just score goals. And I mean, she's really fast. She adds a different element to the game. Um, I mean, but you know, I mean, it depends where Endo's playing too. I, I really like Endo. I'm, I, you know, she is an X factor to me. Maybe she's going to pull out those little those little cuts and tricks that she does, and she'll cut that little she's left foot curl and incredible. You know, so. Yeah, I think if we're going like real deep there, if Tyler Lucy can play up front, or even if they just move her up off of maybe some offensive chances on some set pieces, something like that, be interesting to see if she can. Oh, I like this from Chris. Dee really has been fast. the X factor. Can we talk really fast though about Taylor? Yeah. Yeah. And your thoughts on Taylor? Because I think the, she's finding her groove, and yeah. I think that. We don't give her enough credit sure. because I would like to continue to see her get minutes. She got the start this past weekend, and I think she could be, like, a big player for this team once she just gets her feet wet a little bit more. Yeah, I think what we're going to see, too, as this team matures throughout the course of the season as we begin to see who our, who our ideal 11 is, mm -hmm. I, I think what I love most about what Freya does is it's not you just roll out your starting 11 yep. each time. She's going – based on who we're playing, based on matchups. And I think somebody like Taylor, she has come such a long way already this season and is earning valuable minutes. As we I think progress. she's going to surprise us too. So she could definitely be an X factor as well. So um, I guess we'll see. Um, so we have a lot of love for Didi in the chat as far as being the X factor. I like this question from Cams. What do you guys think of Freya's late subs? I mean, Love look, or hate it, it, it was attrition, right? Do you want me to read the list again? Hold on here. Uh, Kristen Press, Sarah Gordon, Charlie, Gilles, Ricaro, Spencer, Hammond, Swaby. They all weren't available. <coughs> she's got to give on. She's got to put yeah, some, yeah. some women on late. We got to get these girls some rest. I, it's just the whole thing. Uh, I, I People were upset on social media in the chats about some of her late subs. Come on. Uh, like, who else? Does she? June played 90 minutes plus five in stoppage. She was gassed. She was gassed. But, so. And what happens if there's more injuries? Those yeah. players are going to have to step up. They have to. They have to get some minutes. And I mean, people love uh, Stephanie and stuff like. I think she's. Yeah. It, I think I would love to see her get more minutes. You know, and hope every time she steps onto the pitch, she's been a dynamic player. So, 
we have the tools in the toolbox, yep. but you know, so I, people can't get mad at that because what happens if we get more injuries and they have to step up and play a whole game? Like, they yeah. need to be prepared. It's it's a completely different world when you step out onto the pitch for your first time. So. And, and real quick, sprinkler gate, right? Like that was the big issue. We sprinkler were, gate yeah, Nina brought it up. Um, the play stopped in what was it like the 50th minute or so for like five or six minutes because a sprinkler head had come up in oh, front of the goal. I didn't goal. know that. Is and that why they that's, stopped? That's why Everyone's that's, like, that's oh yeah. Yeah, I was confused. They had that. the grounds crew come out. They were working on a sprinkler right in front of goal. If that doesn't happen, we have three points. We <laughs> so went, how we about the sprinkler it? comes up and just like sprays someone, a wave player in the face right when she's about to score? Can we have, make that I, happen? I think we'd get in trouble for that. Oh. <laughs> and then it's yeah. like our sprinkler Just game. Yeah. So last question that we're gonna get to, I really liked, was from was from Nina. If you had to give a pregame speech, what would you say? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> well, mine kind of leads into my stoppage time. So oh, I, okay. So I, don't give it away. I'm too gonna much. wait until stoppage time. Okay. If I was giving a pregame speech, say you're in the locker room, or you're, you know, you Freya. guys don't. It has a lot of um, bad words. Yeah, I was gonna say, say we, but I, I. <laughs> so obviously, I'm so I'm still playing. Um, for FC Blue Heat, it's a, a semi-pro, and we're having some fun, so I'm the captain, so I always have to give the pregame. And everyone's so quiet, because they're so young. We have like high schoolers, everything. And they think I'm crazy, because I'm just like, oh, let's go! And I say, let's slide tackle some, you know? So I'm always like, let's, you know? Can't say bad words like that. But yeah. I will just say, it's it's very like high, I'm like high intensity and high energy, just to kind of like get it going. Maybe hit people a little bit, like, you know? <laughs> You know, a little couple dance moves and just, you know, you have to get people in that, that frame of mind that's like, yeah, 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 let's go. So that would be my pregame. I like it. Perfect. <laughs> you I'm don't crazy. do that for us, but. I know I will. Sorry. I'll show you those moves. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for your questions. Scarf, we're not skipping over this. I want to hear your pregame speech. So yep. we're going to get right to stoppage time. We are running out of show, so let's get to it. You're going to go first. Yeah, look, I, I don't need to tell these women who have played in World Cups and Champions <laughs> Leagues and Olympics and everything else this, but embrace the moment. This is the first rivalry match at Bank of California Stadium. And yeah, we know Alex Morgan, Taylor Korniak won't be there. We know that Kristen Press, unfortunately, won't be able to play for us. But it's not about the names on the back of the jersey. It's about the city that you are representing. And this is your first opportunity, Angel City, to stamp your mark on this rivalry. And I cannot wait to see 22,000 at Bank of California Stadium wearing if it's the black kit, if it's our cool white kit, the dawn or daylight, it doesn't matter. It is going to be curtains for San Diego. I think this is going to be the most important women's soccer match ever played in California up until this point. And I think it's going to be an Angel City victory. So embrace the moment. You've obviously played in many games that are much larger, but this is it right here. Wow. wow we have way two different completely <laughs> pregame. I mean, you were you went for the emotional, like hit him, hit him in the heart. Those the kids and I was like, coach, that's the thing. But I so. almost like, no, I got coach. the teacher over yeah, here. But you also have done it on a very different level. <laughs> I got the middle school teacher, right? and then we also have someone that's done yeah, this for the you, Olympics. Yeah, you, you hit me in all the feels. I don't know how to follow that up with my stop at the time, but I would, I, you know what? If you were saying that pregame to me, I would have been like. Oh yeah, it's on. So I feel I felt that, and I'll then I would have followed my pregame up right. after yours. Right, and I'd be you like, have, yeah. You would have been in the huddle getting everybody. Yeah, exactly. Well, and also in all fairness, like we did say, we are missing a lot of those people that do have the World Cup, Champions League, yeah. you know, um, Olympics experience. So this is a, it is an opportunity for all those new fresh faces. Lauren, your turn. Oh, my stoppage, stoppage time. time. You know what? I'm gonna talk about my sweet, amazing 
friend Lily Nabet, who got her start this past game. Um, I think I love her to death. So I got to play with her at Blue Heat um, for about two seasons. You know, she had an incredible career at Duke, and you know, she's really stepped up um, for this Angel City team. She had some great shots this past weekend. I, I she's such a leader. Um, she's just so good on the ball. She, the soccer IQ of her is amazing. That's why I always knew she was going to go so far. So just having Lily's presence there this past game, I think was a huge difference. She had a great game. I know we didn't really talk about her much, yep. but she's kind of like that soft-spoken player that's that's always everywhere and like working so hard, but nobody really talks about. But her work ethic is 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 above and beyond and we're going to see a lot more of her because I think she did a great job um, so I just have to give a lot of credit shout out to you Lily I, I know I always reach out to you and I tell you how proud of you I am um, but I think she's a great addition to this squad and you know she's also a California native and you know I, I loved playing with her and you know it's, it's hard finding someone to play in that number six spot that is a hard position to fill we, you know we we didn't have Julie Ertz at the beginning of the season we've seen Ricario we've seen Weatherholt step into there but we might need to play them at different positions I mean Weatherholt might need to play left back we don't know right. um, so to be able to have someone come off the bench of that magnitude and do such a great job she's finding her confidence um, you know, she's only a rookie, but she's finding, you know, her form, and you're going to see a lot more of her this season. You go, girl. Juan wants to know when right? the next Blue Heat matches so we can support Cess Money. Um, it is actually the ninth. Oh. The ninth. Is so it? I know. I, it is, <laughs> that's why she's not going to be there. I know. Oh, well, that's great A stuff. After that, when's the next match? Yeah. After that, do you know? After the, the following Saturday. Okay. There yes. Go. So come support. You can see me some slide tackle. Slide tackle some people. It's, nice. it's a lot of fun. You know, don't, you know, I may be old, but grandma still got it. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> Good stuff, you all. Well, it is time to put a bow on our show. Don't forget, if you love to consume podcasts, this show is also available in that format. Just search 110 Football in the app of your choice. There's more 110 Football to look forward to this week. Friday, Connor, Vince, and the gang will be live at the bank for our tailgate pregame. Go hang out with them before and after the match. Then on Monday, LAFC 360 and Angels Wear Boots are back to their scheduled time of 1 and 4 p.m. Well, everyone, that's our show. Vote on if you think Scarf should be welcome back to Angels Wear Boots. <laughs> I think he did a great job. You're welcome back. I could yes. not be more appreciative of the opportunity. <laughs> thank you both so much. This we had incredible. a lot of fun with you today. Thank so. you. Thank, thank you to everyone in everybody the chat. Everybody for tuning in. Everyone in the chat. Carlos, I see you. Bye, Nina. What's up? Bye, Nina. Bye, Geraldo. <laughs> Bye, guys. Follow 110 Football and subscribe to this channel.